Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville. Or at Brupolo over in uh, Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Mashulaville. Oh, I know all about Mashulaville. I know you do. I know that's right in your wheelhouse. I know a few people from Mashulaville. I'm glad I pronounced it correctly. I think Chris Jones, the head coach at uh, Starkville, is from Mashulaville. Originally from Mashulaville. All right, well, there you go. Either there or Sugarlock. One of the two. There you go. Wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy a Strange Brew coffee each and every morning. You don't have to be in Starkville or Tupelo. You just got to ship, get it shipped to you. Online shopping. It's the way of the future, so they say. So go to Strange Brew Coffee. It's House like the- Dippin' Dots. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Stay with me. Strange Brew, no, no Churn and Spoon Dippin' Dots. Yes. Million dollar idea. That's the ice cream of the future. I'm good with it. There you go. StrangeBrewCoffeeHouse.com. Don't forget, when every purchase, you support the Bulldog Initiative. Our good friends, speaking of the Bulldog Initiative, our good friends over at Pip Printing, they want to help you and help the Bulldog Initiative, and they can do it all in one fell swoop. Every sale they make where you call them and you, you, you place an order with them to help your business, to help put their marketing prowess to work for you, then they turn around and they donate 10% of that sale right back to the Bulldog Initiative in your name. All right, not in Pip Printing's name, in your name. So that is a win-win situation for everybody involved. You're already spending money on printing. Why not do it with the best guys around and help the Bulldog Initiative all at one time? Call my buddy Camden Baker at 601-499-5216. Look online to see what services they offer, pipridgeland.com, and make a sale today that benefits the Bulldog Initiative and benefits your own business. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. And guys, you know, we are we are a week from just we're under a week for Christmas. All right. Now now it's time. All right. It's 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 time to, to, to get down to business if you haven't already. If you haven't made your purchases yet, first off, I'm just gonna come out and tell you that you're not very bright. You're just not you're just not a bright person that you waited this long. But if you haven't done it, I've got I've got a I got a, a, a lifeline for you, and it's at College Corner. Two locations in the Jackson area to serve you. Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can shop online, collegecornerstore.com. I don't know if the shipping can get there in time, but you know anything's available. You know Everybody's got a price. I'm sure if you pay the, the, the Everybody's the got a price. <laughs> money, 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 money. Very good. We, we harmonize really well. 
<laughs> I know, which is weird because I can't sing. Wasn't RVD on one of his little segments where I'm he sure. was like he was offering kids money Probably. and then he would like the kid was dribbling the basketball. Yeah, and but that wasn't RVD it. though. No, obviously yeah. different color skin. Yeah. But, now he was doing RVD. I think was on one of those. Yeah, I'm sure he, he probably was. Maybe so. so. And then and and ever since then, RVD has decided to burn as much green as he possibly can. Yes, different kind of green, but regardless. probably money and, and the natural supplements, the natural herbs, if you yes. will, if you will, Daddy. Uh, can Dream know a thing or two about the about the herb now. <laughs> he, he he ain't against uh, living off the land, if you know what I'm saying, Daddy. Um. <laughs> All natural. All natural. Me and Nikita Koloff one night got us uh, got us uh, a fine time, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> I'm just picturing Dusty Rhodes and Nikita Koloff just getting high. <laughs> Be so funny. And we're making international <clears throat> relations happen. Nikita Koloff was, was talking in his Russian accent. Yeah, yeah. Threw me off on that uh, dark side of the ring where he was talking American. I was just like, what? <laughs> collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler is Starville's flagship restaurant. That's the best place to grab lunch in the city of Starville. If you're around Main Street, if you're doing some last-minute shopping here in Starville and you need to stop in for lunch, that's the place to go. Grab you a blue plate, fried catfish, fried chicken, fried chicken, I'm sorry, I screwed that up, Uh, hamburger steak, great selection of vegetables, which includes macaroni. What about cheese grits? Are those a vegetable? Yeah, why not? Okay. Grits, Grits or corn. Corn. So, Which is a vegetable. Yeah. So technically, yes. A macaroni and cheese. Is popcorn I'm, a vegetable? I mean, yeah. Oh, we are we are making people <laughs> healthier every day here on Thunder and Lightning. <laughs> the mac and cheese, I don't know if I agree with you on. But I, I think I think that it's vegetarian. I've been to, there is a mill in Kemper County called Siples Mill mm-hmm. that is, like, that they, they for a hundred years or whatever, mm-hmm. They have like they make their own grits. I don't know if it's still it may, it may still be yeah. active. I'm not sure, but they'd make their own grits That's and process, stuff like I mean. that. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was really cool. Well, there you go. So if you want to eat your veggies, get you the Hey Dad special: fried catfish, mac and cheese, cheese grits. That's a Hey Dad veggie plate. Fish is basically a vegetable at this point too. There's less calories in fish than there are in some vegetables. So that's true. So that's a healthy meal. It's the holidays. You want to try to eat healthy, try to keep some of the pounds off? That's a good choice there at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout central Mississippi here to serve you. Let PriorityOneBank.com be the guide for you. Find the location nearest you. Learn about the services that Priority One Bank offers you. And learn how they can be a small-town bank that has big-time financial performance. They are a bank that can help you get to where you want to be. And it's important. It helps you know our communities when we bank locally. So if you live in central Mississippi, there's a location near you. Give them a call today. Check them out online, PriorityOneBank.com. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. It is National Signing Day, as you're listening. Uh, Robbie and I will uh, both be doing our our, our respective uh, things today. You can go to supertalk.fm. I'll keep a running tracker of all the uh, the commitments as they run in uh, for Mississippi State. We'll talk to Coach Jeff Levy today at noon. Um, But it's also Rumblings Day, and I, in my opinion, that would take precedent. We do Rumblings Day every Wednesday. It's not, you know, once a year. So uh, let's just jump right in with our friend Colton Watson. Would you rather be 2015 Oregon or Auburn? Auburn won a national title with two national title appearances. They were able to beat their in-state rival. 
in between the with in between those uh those games and they made the playoff. Uh or Oregon, they have no national title, but multiple title appearances and dominate your but they dominate your entire state and region. Oregon dominated Oregon State in that time. Also dominated Washington. It's going to sound weird. I'd rather be Oregon. The national title is cool, but 2 years after that Auburn was 3 and 9. And, and the worst uh, team in the conference. And nobody's talking about that 2010 team very much anymore. All they talk about is Cam Newton. Oregon yeah. is still in the spotlight every single year. They're in the playoff watch, watch, picture almost every year. Watch this. Cam Newton, Michael Dyer, Nick Fairley. That's it. N- name another starter off that team. Uh, the only other one I can name is Philip Lutz. They had a wide receiver. The only one I can name is Philip Lutzenkirchen because, because he passed a, away. And it was a weird name. Yeah, and he had the weird name. They had that wide receiver. Okay. Who was it? Sammy Coates? Was he on that team? No, no that was way before. Not. I have no idea. It was like number 80. Oh, I... I oh. It, was, it was like Dude, number William, 80. No, he was later, too. He had dreads. I don't remember. That's my point. I'd much rather have the sustained now, Oregon, success. You've got Marcus Mariota. Yeah. You've got... Michael uh, James. Michael James. Yeah. Uh, you've got well, obviously Bo Nix recently yeah. has just had a huge. They've had year. a ton of NFL guys too. So yeah. yeah, I would rather. I mean, it sounds weird to say I don't want the national title, but I would rather have the. I would. I would rather be Oregon than Auburn. Oregon right now is a much more sustainable yeah. program than what you Auburn have five has straight years. If you finish in the top five, it, it, you're you're in good shape. Yeah, Auburn. Auburn in that 2010, they went. They went 14 and 0, 8 and 5, 3 and 9. Then they went uh, thirteen. Then they, in two thousand thirteen, they go twelve and two. Then they went eight and five, and then in two thousand fifteen, they were six and six. Yeah, I would much rather be Oregon. I've got to. I've got to find out what the records were. So I just Cody gave Burns. You it wasn't Cody Burns. No, it's not Cody Burns. But I remember him. So what's Oregon's record in that time? In that same time frame. So 2010, Oregon goes 12 and one, 12 and two, 12 and one, 11 and two, 13 and two, and then nine and four was their down year. Yeah, I'd rather be Oregon. Plus, Oregon beat Oregon State one, two, three, four, five, all six years. Darvin Adams. Dude, I have no recollection of him. Number 89. Okay, take your word for it. That that's why that's why I still contend to this day. If Mississippi State had Cam Newton, mm-hmm. they have the better team than Agreed. Auburn. I agree. Auburn wins maybe eight games that year. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to look at their rec, at their schedule that year. Auburn because they almost they, the national title year. Yeah, because right. they they should have they should have lost. They beat State by three. Clemson should, they by would have three. lost that game with Cam Newton. Would have lost to Clemson. Would have lost to South Carolina. Lost I think. The one by eight. They beat Kentucky by three. They lose to Kentucky. Lost that one. They were lost to LSU. They beat LSU by seven. They beat uh, they beat and they lose to Alabama. They beat Alabama by one. Wasn't the Arkansas game close? Arkansas was not close. Okay. They gave up forty three points, but they scored sixty five. But okay. I mean, without I'm, but at the I'm same time, something else. You no, know, you're you're not wrong though in that without Cam Newton, they don't score sixty five, but they still give up forty three. Man, that that team would have been good. good. It was not a good team. They had the great. Cam Newton, you can make you can make a legitimate case that even with only one year, he's the greatest college football player of all time. You can make that case. Yeah, so. he, he's he's the he's the best quarterback I've seen. Yeah, 
I mean that that yeah. year was unbelievable, and it like it makes your heart hurt when you look back yeah. at it. Yeah. If Mississippi State would have just paid one hundred eighty thousand dollars or whatever they were supposed to pay him, what would he be worth today? My God. Oh, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have been in the game. Yeah, but if they would have, if they would have just paid up for him, they would have won the national championship. the The defense that Mississippi State had was better than Auburn's. They had Vic Ballard in the backfield. That would have been a lethal combo uh, with Vic Ballard and and Cam Newton running the read option. Um, the offensive line was excellent. I mean, it's it just hurts. I mean, yeah. Nick Fairley carried that defense. Yeah, for Auburn. yeah. All right, moving on. Martin Smith, what's on the menu for Christmas morning? I don't do anything. We don't do like a big Christmas breakfast or anything. It, it's always like you know sausage balls or yeah. you know something like that. Yeah, that I don't I don't do much for at, at my mom's house. It was. It was always like a breakfast casserole or yeah. something. We did breakfast, big breakfast one year, where Jennifer made like some homemade sweet rolls and we did cheese grits and bacon. But mm-hmm. but usually it's not. We don't do anything big for. Breakfast. I like to have something. Usually it's just like what candy's in the stocking. That's what I'm gonna have. Yeah, that I, I like to have something. Just yeah. it's nice to have a breakfast yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Christmas Eve, we used to do a brunch every year. Oh, for for Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Yeah. Okay. That was well, that was our like our family brunch. Our next question is about Christmas Eve. Do you open presents on Christmas Eve? Yes, no, or why? And why? So, are you a Christmas Eve presents type place? No, but um, my dad's family had a tradition that went back um, several generations called uh, Christmas Eve gift. Mm-hmm. And the first person that wakes up and says Christmas Eve gift mm-hmm. gets to open a present. Okay. So my dad would would. Do that like every Chris every Christmas Eve he would wake up and start yelling that because in his house when he was growing up his grandparents lived there with them um, and his parents and it, the tradition went back like several generations with the grandparents and their parents and all that so uh, it was like a big thing in their house so in our house now Christmas Eve when we, especially when the kids were little Jennifer and I would open our gifts on Christmas Eve. So that Christmas morning was all about the kids. Yeah. So there wasn't anything for us to do. And we always let the kids pick one gift that they can open. So my kids are pretty adept at looking at packaging. Or at least they were back when there were toys involved. There's not as many toys that nowadays. And figuring out what it and was. And figuring out what they wanted to get. Like one year, Aisla knew that what the American Girl doll was. Oh, yeah. And so she she went straight for that. I was like, God, that's the big gift. That's why as parents, you gotta you have to... Figure out a way to yeah, fool. figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the next I used to year that I cut the American Girl doll in half and put <laughs> it in two boxes. Oh, you got the legs! Oh, you the, congratulations! You get, you get the head tomorrow. I promise. And what was the worst is like if you would pick something and oh, bad and well, if you pick something that went with something else. Yeah, but you picked the part that. You like couldn't you do pick, anything with it? Like with me, if, if if when my mom got me a Nintendo, if I picked a game or like the controller. Yeah, like oh. No, yeah, that would have been rough. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I used to go for the like a like the thing looked like a DVD or a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if if the it flat, was the long yeah. thing. Yeah, if I if I saw that, that's what I was picking. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Logan Ledbetter, who are the top three artists you would like to see play on campus at which sporting venue? I definitely want a Davis Wade concert. Yeah, I think you and I would which probably that, differ though. You probably would go a little little more country, and I'd be a little more rock and roll. No, I I would want to go for whatever's going to sell the most that's true. tickets. That's true, and so, you know, I'm I'm thinking about what what is the biggest act that Mississippi State could get, uh-huh. 
And to me, the the biggest act Mississippi State could get would be a country artist. Yeah. And I'm thinking like Eric Church, maybe. Okay. Somebody like that. I mean Morgan Wallen, obviously, but you know that's already been done. So I'm thinking about something different. Yeah. And Eric Church to me would be like a guy, or you know like a. I don't really like him that much, but like a Kenny Chesney type. He would be huge, yeah. Yeah, that would draw people from states, different states. It, it's got to be a big-time name. Like, I've always talked about Hardy. I don't think Hardy's going to sell out Davis, Davis Wade Stadium. That's, he, could, he could definitely be the opening act. That's going to be 60,000-plus. He could be the opening act, yeah. for sure. Though. But I do think Hardy can could bring 25,000 mm-hmm. to Duty Noble. Easily. And that, that's something that I've really pushed to people is you need to have a summer concert series at Duty Noble Field mm-hmm. when the season's over. Mm-hmm. So you can like, have every like, like mid-May. <laughs> I want Chris Lamonis to take note that Brian has definitely been more, <laughs> negative, been more negative than negative. I have I will, I to this lie. baseball. But I'm the one that gets in trouble. Right. So uh, I think summer concert series would be awesome at Duty Noble, and you can roll it in and out like you did, like that yeah. stage they did for that was really Super cool. Bowl the way weekend. that set up, you could put people on the outfield or the infield, whatever. You could yeah. add more seats there and then have everybody in the seats. Yeah, because if it's the summer, yeah, it doesn't matter. The yeah. field gets torn up a little bit. Yeah. So I mean, I would do it like every every four or five weeks, maybe once a month. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but you know, Hardy. Cole Swindoll, like those kind of acts would mm-hmm. be huge. Yeah, okay. As far as who I would want, I mean, I, I would definitely lean towards more like rock. Like, I mean, obviously, if you could, if we're saying anybody, yeah. then I'm going to want, you know, Metallica, like Metallica at Davis Wade Stadium. Be incredible. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, I get ACDC. Yeah. <clears throat> I was gonna. I thought about diving in with the impression there. I, I decided against it the last second. <laughs> you want some daddy D? Yeah. Start from Mississippi. <laughs> okay. Uh, Papa Crawdad, you're an up. <laughs> you're an up and coming. We just came from two brothers. Smoked meats. We had some pork rind nachos. We didn't know what pork rind nachos were until we came to start from Mississippi. <laughs> I had some dirty deeds after those. <laughs> they shook me all night long. <laughs> we need some TNT <laughs> to blow up that toilet. <laughs> You ever heard two grown men throw up on a podcast? It's getting close here. Calm down over there. Take a, take a, <laughs> All right, enough. No more. Ooh. No more of that. Goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Papa Crawdad asks us, you're an up-and-coming professional wrestler. Which type of help <clears throat> would you pick by your side to get you to the top? A manager like Paul Heyman, an enforcer like Diesel, or a valet like Miss Elizabeth. I mean, who's not going valet? Oh, yeah. 
you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Miss Elizabeth, the queen, you know, yeah. Baby doll, Missy Hyatt, somebody like that. Instant heat. And plus, you get people, the only, you do run the risk of her becoming more famous than you. Yeah, like Macho Man, whenever she was, she was starting Well, I was thinking of Sonny was the first one. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, Macho Man kind of maintained his, but he was, he was was, so great. He was jealous of her. He had jealous eyes, brother. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't Hogan that had the jealous eyes. It was the Macho, that is the whole point of this, that's why the story was great. Kyle Wilson, what are the three best soup and sandwich combos? Obviously, grilled cheese, tomato soup, number one. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. But it's number one. But yes. Yeah. That, that is I'm not the a go-to. fan of Alabama, but they're the best college football program. Um, um, like chicken. What, like, I, I don't do a whole lot of sandwiches and soup. Like, I'm, I, love, I, I eat them separately, yeah. but not together. What about, like, this might be controversial, but like a shrimp po' boy and gumbo? I mean, yeah. That's I don't know why that would be controversial. Well, some people don't consider gumbo a soup. Yeah, it's. I mean, I it's say got it's a soup. It's, it's got a base, a liquid base. Right, but some people say it's like a stew it's because you serve it over stuff. You serve it over rice, over yeah. potato salad. Well, it, gumbo. Some gumbos are different. They are. They are. You know, some of them are, are so. a little more soupy than yeah. others. Okay, and then maybe like uh, I'm trying to think of what would be it on the, like a, like what what goes good with chicken noodle soup. Mm, like a like a ham like a hot ham and cheese maybe or like what about do, do I like think grilled matzo ball soup <clears throat> with I, like pastrami on rye I, I think grilled cheese is going to be your go to for a lot of soups because it's dippable like grilled cheese and like potato soup or something yeah that's not bad okay it's not a sandwich but potato soup in a bread bowl is good okay it's it's bread at least. Broken Fairchild with a great question for old people like me. How many steps does it take for you to walk normally when you first get out of bed in the morning? Like 10? It takes me a few. I've noticed, I've like, lately I've been more disheveled. I couldn't tell you the last time I got up and didn't say ow. It's it's, it's that or it's I'm kind of stumbling. <clears throat> like I'm, I'm, I'm almost drunk when I wake yeah, up. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm just like wobbly. My friend we called the doctor didn't realize Tyreek Hill wasn't playing this weekend and basically gifted me a ticket to the two-week championship series by leaving him in his lineup. What's the biggest fantasy football blunder you have seen in your leagues? I mean, I've, I've seen some people not realize people were injured. Oh, yeah. we had, It happens all the time. We had a guy this week that didn't fix his lineup. Yeah. So this is not, it's not as rare as you would think. Uh, Willie Dizzle, rank these father, fathers in the order of most annoying. Anakin Skywalker, Tywin Lannister, Tim McGraw in Friday Night Lights, Horatio Webster. Tim McGraw in Friday Night Lights was his brother. That no. was not his dad. That was his dad. No. Yes, it was. In Friday Night Lights? In the movie? Yeah, yeah that was his dad. That was his brother. No. Yes. You're thinking about um, Tim Riggins' brother. In the in the TV show, no, that is his brother, isn't it? No, that's his right, dad. Hold on, hold on, I need to know. That's his dad. I gotta know. I think I'm wrong. I think I'm wrong because I remember in the like book it did. was his brother. He lived with his brother. I, I think it was his brother in the book, but I, I can't remember exactly. But in the movie, t- uh, Tim McGraw is his dad. Okay, hold on, Tim McGraw. And he threw his championship ring out in the. Oh, it is his son. I'll be Out damned. Okay. Hmm. Okay. You, ain't no, you right. ain't no son of mine. All right, then. Anyway, the answer 
First off, that has Horatio on there. Why is Horatio Webster on there? Oh, because of Malik Newman. That was annoying. Uh, I mean, I get it. I was just thinking like bad dads. Yeah, Horatio was a good dad like, though. Good dad, but yeah, I mean, Tywin Lannister is a great off. father. He was he 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 did everything he possibly could for his family, including not kill Tyrion, which ended up Tyrion killing him. Spoiler alert: if you hadn't missed it. Yeah, but didn't he um, didn't he sleep with his son's uh, mistress? She was a whore. Yeah, but still, I mean, that's what he she got in, paid. She he was just helping her out. He was he was. I think that I think he was still interested in her. And, well, yeah, yeah, that's why he <laughs> killed her too. Yeah, he was, he was not happy about it. So, uh, Anakin Skywalker is sort Anakin of an a- wasn't an absentee father kind of thing. You know, I mean, well, he, really there. His entire lower half of his body disintegrated. And, yeah, I mean he 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 was going through it. I think. Yeah. So I think the last thing on his mind I, was his kids. I don't think annoying is the right word for any of these guys. I mean, for for some people, Horatio might yeah, be. Yeah, might be. So <clears throat> there's uh, a lot worse uh, people out there than Horatio, though. Yeah, the Mart, who's a friend of mine, Marty. Forgive me if this is a rerun, but I'm one of the college football is ruined crowd, and I'm trying to figure this out. Wouldn't it make more sense for season ticket holders to have to pay into the Bulldog Initiative rather than the Bulldog Club just to have the opportunity to purchase tickets? Why continue giving money to the Bulldog Club? You're right. Yeah. But that's not how it is right now. And apparently, the you know, like the Bulldog Initiative, I mean, the Bulldog Club helps fund scholarships and things like that. So, I mean... It is essential still, but it's kind of difficult for me to understand how you're supposed to ask fans to pay for season tickets, pay the Bulldog Club, and give to the Bulldog Initiative. People just can't afford to do that. The common Mississippi State fan cannot afford to pay all those things. So you've had, you have to choose or you have to cut down your contributions just to be able to do it. And you're you're putting a lot of this on the fans now, and I, I think there's eventually I think it's going to get to where the the university can help fund NIL, and I think that's going to change things a little bit. But for now, I mean it it's just a really difficult yeah task. It's tough, it's tough task. But <clears throat> right now, if if you had to make a choice, I mean it just depends how good your seat you, you want. If you're just happy being in the stadium, give to the Bulldog Initiative. And if you're, I mean, if you're, you don't really care about going to the games or just give her the bulldog initiative. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because there's a lot of people that can't come to games every weekend because, yeah. again, it is you can it, you, you it can takes, always find it takes a thousand dollars to come to the game. You can feel you can find good seats for sale every weekend at yeah. a reasonable price. Autumn Sizemore with a the question of all questions: What do you, why do you think some fans get so upset when our NFL players shout out their high schools instead of saying Mississippi State? I don't know if this is every school that does this, but man, Mississippi State fans really take it personally. Yeah. They really do. And it it does seem like the Mississippi State players do it more than other players. Mm-hmm. Like if you watch the Monday Night Football, you will hear more colleges being shouted out. Dak says Mississippi State. I'm not sure about anybody else. I know Fletcher Cox says Yazoo. I think Darius Slay says his high school. Uh, Willie Gay says Startville. You know, it you know, it is frustrating. But I think also what you have to realize too, like it keeps coming up every week. These are recorded at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna use the same one every single time. But I think, you know, 
everybody pretty much knows Fletcher Cox is from Mississippi State. I mean, he's been in the league for 11 years. Yeah. And they every time he makes a sack or whatever, they say Fletcher Cox from Mississippi State. They don't say Fletcher Cox from Yazoo City. So, I mean, it is what it is. I think a lot of these guys just have a lot of pride in their hometown. I know for Willie, I know Willie well, mm-hmm. and he has a ton of pride in Startville. And, you know, he, he loves Mississippi State too, but Startville comes first for him. So that's why he says Startville. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, don't, I, I don't have a – I just don't get that upset about it. Yeah, I don't either. I get. I just get more annoyed about it now that it keeps getting brought up. Yeah, like it just makes me annoyed. Well, I, mean, I want it to set, stop. You set your clock to it, right? The first yeah. Eagles or Cowboys game or Chiefs game, you you just know that it's coming. And it, it like it doesn't bother me that it, that they do it until people complain about it. It's like when my wife says, "Like I'm tired of hearing that ringing noise, mm-hmm. whatever, like the buzz." Then you noise. won't hear it. And like, oh God, where is it? Can I yeah. please shut it off so she will stop talking about it? Yeah, that's how I feel about this. Yeah. Uh, Steve asks us: Should we be concerned that the new defensive staff is targeting a lot of G five type players, or should we trust the coaches we had never heard of before before they were hired here? I feel like that last part has a lot to do with the defensive recruiting issues. No, you should be concerned. You should absolutely be concerned with the defensive portal recruiting. But apparently, and, you know, we're, no, we're talking about a whatever. funeral. Stop. Stop. I, I'm just going. I'm just going to say, like, whenever yeah, you're going to make that guy who doesn't listen to our podcast talk about what we talked about. Yeah. I just I don't understand why people don't grasp this concept. Mississippi State, so far on the defensive side, has recruited and and gotten committed. No one that has done anything mm-hmm. hardly on the college level. Why are we supposed to expect? that those guys are going to automatically make Mississippi State's defense significantly better than they were last year. I, like, why is that such a, a tough thing to, to say? Yeah. I, I, I don't I, understand. And these guys have, you know, the, the defensive coordinator has never been a defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. Coleman Hutzler, who I assume is kind of taking the reins as the main guy. There's a co-coordinator situation, but it appears he is your guy for the most part. Yeah. He's never been a defensive coordinator. Matt Barnes' defense at Memphis last year was terrible. So why why do these guys deserve the benefit of the doubt? And t- I'm I'm not going to give them the benefit of the doubt until they prove otherwise. Yeah. And when they prove otherwise, we'll talk about how great they are. Yeah. Very fair. Rodney says he made a Twitter account just to ask questions on Thunder and Lightning. Thanks for joining us, Rodney. Which yeah. Bulldogs will get drafted to the NFL? Bookie Watson. Yeah, Preston, maybe a late round pick. It's probably going to be Buki. Yeah, they've they've gotten a little. I don't think cold lately. Tulu is. I don't think any of the the offensive linemen will. No. So, yeah. I think they've gotten a little cold lately. Yeah. They they need they need to pick it up. Yeah. Uh, You can wrestle one college football coach, and you are guaranteed to win. Who do you take down? And I mean, what's Kiffin? Yes. I'm putting Kiffin in every submission hold I could think of. And I want it to be televised. Yeah. I want him to be embarrassed. I'm, I'm going to hold his head up with the, 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 the bloody... Look at him! Look what I did to your portal king! This is for John Sokoloff. That's, oh, yes. That's for sure. That's for sure, yeah. I'm not, I, and, and I'm not going to retell the Blind Egg Bowl story. It, it, it needs to be more organic than that. Linton Gilmer ranked these MSU running backs. Dixon, J-Rob, Aris, Shumpert. Mar- Shumpert is last. Shumper's dead last on this list. Yeah. Woody Marks. Uh, 
Dixon, it, it, it's, if you switch Shumpert and Woody Marks, is probably the, the correct answer. Dixon, Tr- Josh Robinson, Aris Williams, Woody Marks, Ashton Shumpert. You could maybe make Aris second. From a production standpoint, Woody should be behind Anthony Dixon. He but should I, be. But I see what you're saying. I mean, I would take Josh Robinson over Woody. Okay. Um, and I might take Aries over Woody. You might be right. Just just from a yeah. talent perspective. I mean, they didn't transfer out either. Yeah. They're bulldogs. And you know those guys. Those guys stayed healthy. I mean, if if Mark like that's the, that's the thing with Marks like. I would if I was you know picking a picking my running back for a roster, mm-hmm. I'd be concerned about his inability to stay healthy. So yeah, that might be it. Yeah, uh, Matthew Watkins. How old were you when you realized that wrestling kayfabe was kayfabe? As a kid, I really thought Randy Orton killed the Undertaker, and he just somehow came back to life. I, I, I think I was like a teenager and I realized, okay, wait a minute, this <laughs> yeah. is yeah, yeah. I mean, after elementary school, I understood. Yeah. You know, because I mean, Vince McMahon came out and said this is fake. Yeah, he, he literally came on national television yeah, yeah. and said, said, "We're we're entertaining you. This is not real. We're in the business of entertainment, and that's how you should view it." And so, like, I think most of us kind of got the gist of it then. But during the Monday Night Wars, I was all in. Like, I I thought it was all real. I thought that. Uh, uh, Hawk fell off the, the jumbotron <laughs> that time when he was drunk. Apparently, I thought that uh, you know Vince or who was it that who was it that uh, got? Oh, I thought that uh, the giant got pushed off the the roof. And they came back and they wrestled came, the same yeah, night. I thought I thought that was real. Yeah, gosh, that kind of stuff. Like I I thought it was really happening. I thought the Undertaker died several times. Yeah. With all the returns in WWE recently, do you still think Cody is the one to beat Roman? Do you still want him to do it? I've never thought he was. I've never thought Cody Rhodes is going to get the that's top. True. That's true. You've, you've been on that. Yeah. At this point... I mean, he's I, like his dad. At this point, I feel like that's like the thing, is that they're just going to make him chase it. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. And like his just, dad did. I don't, know, I don't know why that is. Like, you know, Vince did that with, with Dusty. Yeah. Put him in the polka dots. Yeah. You know, he won the title, and then they took it away from him immediately. Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that is. It seems yeah. like they have something against the family or something. And then the last question, top five wrestlers of all time. No, we, we don't have time for that. We don't have time to, to go through all that at all. Uh, let's see here. Uh, next question from Missy Nations. If you could be Mississippi State's athletic director for 24 hours, name three things that you would inv- enact, invoke, declare change that would remain in place for one year. Interlocking MSU for football helmets is one. That's that's one. The, that Mississippi State will play the 2024 season in the 1998 throwback uniforms. Yes. That's the permanent for for road and home games. We need we need the, we need the whites. Um, and then white helmets are out. Out. No white helmets next year. Maroon helmets every game. Unless we go maybe one all white? maybe go one game all white. Not at home though. Not at no, home. No, no. On the road only. And then what's the third thing? I don't know. Got anything? Stop stop sending money to the university from the athletic department. That, that might be the third thing, yeah. Good call. Good call. <laughs> 
Well, I don't know about Paul's second question here. What are the top three rural small town restaurants in the general vicinity of Starkville? Anthony's. Anthony's is one. I, I, I'm, I'm going to try to stay outside of Starkville here. All right, because in Starkville, we all know what the best ones are. So Anthony's is in West Point. Old Hickory in Columbus. Sure. Okay. Lake Tiacata. Lake Tiacata. There's three. That's three fantastic restaurants. Yep. Which of these logos would your three-year-old self have been uh, more tempted to add a letter to? So we have Southeast Louisiana. We have the SLU or University of North Texas, UNT. Uh, 13-year-old Brian would have gone with... Uh, SLU. No, he would have gone with UNT, I think. He, he, he was a big fan of that word. Didn't, didn't, didn't say it very often. Didn't have a chance to throw it out very often, but yeah, definitely that one. Uh, you, you wouldn't have added a, a T to the. Uh, oh no, I, mean, I get it. I would have added a, a letter to the front of UNT though. <laughs> Sheldon Nation says, "Hey guys, I'm considering." <clears throat> I, did, I don't even know if I knew that word when I was 13. I, I did know it. I had heard it at that point. Uh, guys, I'm considering a Catholic change. School. I know career change into sports media. First and foremost, don't. <laughs> Under no circumstances should you. Do you guys know of any MSU sites I can submit a resume to? Ideally, they would have a football reference in the URL. And possibly close personnel ties to Grenada. Love the show. Ah, uh, whew. That's, that's a tough call. Uh, I got to be honest. You know, first of all, like I said, I, I would encourage you not to change your career. Um, but if you were going to, if, if, if those two things are, are like deal breakers for you, uh, you would need to go to On Three. On Three, it's a football reference, and uh, Paul Jones runs that. He is originally from Grenada. So uh, maybe give them a look. But I would not do it if I were you. Brian Norman, ranked for the year 2024, ranked these events from one to three, with one most likely to happen. Football team wins six games. Basketball makes the Sweet 16. Baseball makes a Super Regional. What are your, what, you do it. You go first. Read, read those again. Football wins this, six. What's, what's the question? Rank these from one to three. One is most likely to happen. Okay. Football this team year. wins six. This coming this year. year, yeah. Football team wins six. Basketball team makes the Sweet 16. Baseball makes a Super Regional. Hmm, I think football winning six would be one. That's crazy to say that after what yeah. we said yesterday, but you're right. Sweet just, 16, just I, I just don't know yet about this basketball team. Yeah. I, the consistency is not I need to see how they play with Tolu. Yeah. But I would say th- that is more likely to happen than Super Regional for baseball. Mm-hmm. Just because of the, the last two years. I, mean, I agree. Can they make that big of a jump? I agree. Uh, Will Carruth, does the baseball out-of-conference schedule seem weak? Understood that the SEC slate is tough, but the schedule seems to be missing one of those early-season tournaments we usually play in. Yeah, they need wins. It's definitely weak, but that's, it's set that's up kind to, of the point. they got to win games. They've yeah. got to build some momentum. Yeah, this needs to be a situation where they rack up a bunch of wins, and then you see what happens. I mean, your RPI is going to adjust itself with the, the, I mean, the conference schedule that you have. Mm-hmm. They've got to get some... Gotta get something wins. going yeah. because when they get in conference play, there's not a ton of wins to be had there. Yeah. Uh, Alex Barham, top five sports movies. I mean, that's that feels like that's a whole podcast. Yeah, I don't know if I could. I mean, yeah. I remember the Titans is on there for me. See, yeah, that's where you and I differ. But I, I mean, we're a little different generation. Well, it's not like that has that, to do with the generation. The ending of that movie drives me insane. Oh, the the reverse for yeah. the touchdown. I'm supposed to believe. Me too. Blast with a backside, backside George, George reverse. reverse. I'm supposed to believe that a rever- they ran a 70 yard reverse on the last play of the game. They were in prevent. Where where is everybody? 
Sunshine was lead blocking. I guess. I, it just drives me insane. I just love that movie. So soundtrack was incredible. Also, you, if you like, you did the research. Like they all hated that coach. They all hated Boone. And yeah, well, I mean, considering the times, yeah. No, no. I mean, even even his own players hated him. Well, he was tough. That's my point. He was like he was like overkill tough. And didn't they like kill everybody? Yeah, that that that, that state championship game they won like thirty to nothing. It's kind of like Friday Night Lights, like. On Friday Night Lights, didn't they beat, like, didn't they run through that schedule? No. They didn't? No. In, in real they life, really did lose. In real life, they, in real life, that, that in, in the real life Friday Night Lights, they lost in the state semifinals. What I'm thinking of is Hoosiers. In Hoosiers. Ho- Hoosiers, yeah. they, they won that state championship, like, Easily. handily. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, Hoosiers is on my list. Hoosiers would be on my list. Major League. It's up there. Field of Dreams. Uh, I never got into no Field big, of Dreams. Okay. okay. What about, uh... He got game? No. Nah. Uh, the wrestler? Did we count that? No. No. That's not, that's not a sport. So here, here's another question. Is Rocky a sports movie? Yeah. Then Boxing. They, those movies have to be in there somewhere. So you yeah, could almost Rocky do two of them at least. Four, I'd Rocky put Rocky four, four, one, and then Rocky three, yeah, two. So. Uh, do beans belong in Chile? If you ask a Texan, no. They do belong in chili. Okay. I, I, my wife just made chili last night. I got some white beans in there, or kidney beans, or whatever. Not, yeah. they're, maybe they're not kidney beans, whatever those are. I, I, like some, I like some beans in there. Is a hot dog more of a sandwich or more like a taco? It's more like a taco. It's not a sandwich. It is not a sandwich. Yeah. A sandwich is two, is meat enclosed in bread. There's, there's an opening in there. All right, let's move into the rest of the rumblings. It's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it is what's for dinner. This holiday season, make Christmas dinner a special one with a big prime rib or a whole beef tenderloin. Those are the kind of meals you're going to remember for years to come on a Christmas afternoon. And, of course, it's you know the weekend before Christmas. You're firing up the grill. It's always a great time for beef. So head over to your local grocery stores and butcher shops. Talk to those guys there and put some red meat on the grill this weekend. Beef, it is what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you are looking for, especially when ACDC's in town, evidently. They love that place. Uh, And so do we. So do we. Robbie and I, we're big fans of Two Brothers Smoked Meats. We've been there so many times. We never get enough of it. And you won't either. If you live here in Starkville, you've probably been there as many times as we have. If you're just visiting Starkville, make sure you put a trip to Two Brothers Smoked Meats on the on the uh, the agenda list. And don't forget, you support the Bulldog Initiative with every trip to Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems. They've been doing it now for 49 years. That's a long time, guys. That is a long time, and the, the only way you can stay open in any business is to take care of your customers. So if you stay open for 49 years, well, then you know that you've been doing a good job of doing exactly that. So if you need new technology for your business, give them a call, and then if you need service, you get to call the same people back. You don't have to call a 1-800 number. You don't have to wait on hold for 40 minutes to talk to somebody in a call center who's going to put you through to an out-of-state person who's going to come and try to fix it next week. You just call the, 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 the same number you called to make the sale. And you talk to the same people who made the sale to you. And they can probably be out there, if not today, the next day at the latest. Because they're right there in Mississippi just like you. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. 
The collegiate collection at the Rogue, they've got the uh, the pullovers, the polo shirts that you're looking for. Clean, crisp, great styles, simple polos, logos that you want. It's it's what Dad wants under the tree this holiday season. So if you haven't already, make a trip to Jackson to the Rogue or shop online at therogue.com and find the next pullover or or, pol- or polo that you're going to be wearing this football season. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. Uh, Patton Paris asks us, how do you f- block out and ignore the vile and ignorant comments that constantly flood your timeline? Well, I just have Joel Coleman blocked. I don't, I don't, I don't have to worry about seeing that kind of stuff you know, from him. And he's just like, you dang old man, you. So negative. So negative. No, uh, I have, I have, you know, some people I just, I don't, I just let it go. I don't care. Some people push me to the point where I'm, I'll mute them. And then if you if I feel like you really step over the line, you get the block. So I I can ignore stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, like if somebody says something just incredibly stupid, I want to embarrass them publicly. And so you'll get a quote tweet or something like that if you if you say something really dumb. And the other people I just mute. Yeah. I like but, to mute people because I do you like, give yeah. people satisfaction when you block them. But if you if you do if you say something that is like really like you said over the line yeah, like and that really personal yeah you just you gotta go especially if it's about like my kid yeah, or, or you gotta something go. like yeah you're, you you don't even get you don't get a chance to read yeah I agree also Chicago deep dish New York much better question here on the second one here Pat <laughs> Chicago deep dish New York style thin crust or regular crust pizza New York style is the best kind of pizza thin. But not. I, I want some chew to it, but I also want a little crisp as well. That's the best kind. Yeah, you know, I'm not a big uh, deep dish guy. I like deep dish. Don't get me wrong, but it, yeah, it, it's just it's a casserole. Yeah, it is. It and, is, and you can't convince me otherwise. Now, have you ever watched the the John Stewart pizza rant? Uh uh-uh. oh. Oh, I'll show that to you when we get out of here. You will laugh because he he makes that exact comment. He says it's casserole yeah, too. Yeah, it is. I, we'll, we'll do it after. It is literally a casserole. We'll do it. We'll do it after. I, and it, I mean, you. T- I mean, to me, the pizza connoisseurs mm-hmm. are from the East Coast, yeah, or in New York, yeah. And I've had this conversation many times with Eric Mealy, mm-hmm. who I I trust, trust his, his opinion. opinion. Yeah, he says Boardtown is the closest thing to what he can get in New Jersey, and he doesn't. He's not a fan of of deep ditch, right? And me neither. Yeah. And he is a uh, he's a New York style yeah. guy. That's my that's it, my style of pizza. If you too. think we're hating on Dave's, Dave's thin crust pizza is outstanding. Oh, I like I like really Dave's good. too. Really good. I if I'm there for a late night, I'm getting a slice of slice pizza. Pizza is good. Yeah. Or their wings are excellent. But I would I would said say it many times Dave's Dark Horse is one of the most underrated places hidden to gym. Go eat. Hidden gym. People think about you go there to, to to drink and to leave hear live music, and yeah, it's great for that. But the food there is really really good. Yep. But I, I'm I'm like you. I like the crust to be pretty crispy. Yeah, I, but I want a love, little chew. A little chew. Yeah, I love brick oven style pizza. Oh yeah, yeah. Portland, yeah. Oregon has great yeah. brick oven style pizza. Yeah. Boardtown's excellent. Boardtown's as good as it's you're going to get around here. I it's think. good. It's good. Ray Campbell, if you could only listen to one more song before losing your hearing, gosh, what song would you listen to? <sighs> The last song you're ever gonna hear. That's a tough question. Why does everybody want us to like suffer so much? By the way, in these questions, nobody's ever like, "Hey, we're gonna give you a billion dollars. Be happy." It's always like, 
hey, it, it, right before you know your eyeballs fall out and you have to bleed gravy for the rest of your life, you know, people want us to die. Yeah, they want us to suffer. Um, I think like, what's my? You know, I don't. That's a tough question. Stairway to heaven? Just make it easy. <laughs> yeah, just come kill me. Yeah. You want a little dirty deeds? No, God, stop it. Don't do it again. <laughs> Don't do it again. <laughs> All right, Brian, before you go deaf, a little back in black. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why he's little, John. Uh, <laughs> Kirby Cox. Tonight, my wife confessed how disgusting she thinks sloppy Joes are. Rank your top oh. three. What's wrong with her? Let's rank your top three man you foods. You want some that- sloppy joes? I made them extra sloppy. Now you kids like your sloppy joes. So what are your top three man foods that your spouse may disapprove of? Um, Ooh, man. See, I like wings, but Jennifer likes wings. My wife doesn't like potatoes. What? So, Like french fries? Mashed potatoes? She, they have potatoes? to be crispy fries. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm sort of with her. I don't like steak She doesn't fries. like baked potato, mashed potatoes, Ooh. steak fries. doesn't like mashed potatoes. No. And, and it's it has to do with the fact that she had some kind of surgery when she was younger, uh-huh. like maybe like 12, 13, uh-huh. and she was on this medicine. And when she her mom made baked potatoes that night, she ate the baked potato and got sick. Uh-huh. And so she, she can't deal with the, hear, hear. the chunky potato anymore. She needs to come to my house for for mashed potatoes. I use a, I make them super smooth. She won't even eat those because really the taste. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I would eat those the creamy I, mashed potatoes. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. They're I, not creamy. They're just smooth. Well, I mean, technically that's creamy. I guess. Yeah. There's no cream involved though. No, but they're. I mean, it's it's a creamy potato. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something. What is my wife? What do I eat that my wife just like looks at me like like I eat Cool Whip out of the tub. Cool whip, cool whip. Yeah, I eat that out of the tub. I don't. I don't need really. Any, I don't need anything else. I'm like I've grown on Cool Whip, mm-hmm. but it's never been one of my mm-hmm. favorite things. You know, um, like spicy food too. Jennifer's not real big into that. You know, I put hot sauce on just about everything, or jalapenos, or when she doesn't want that. So I don't know. Uh, let's see here, Corey Pilkington. Here we go. Will you have Scott Padgett on the show and ask if he ever considered giving up basketball to be the full-time giant at the top of the beanstalk? It's a big man. Uh, uh, he, he, was, he was subdued this week. He was. He didn't get us as bad. When you're in the gym and you want to find someone purely because their spouse insisted on it, what is the telltale item they'll be wearing and why is it Skechers? <laughs> Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. I'm wearing Skechers right now, but they're not for the gym. They're just casual shoes. It's, it's going to be a guy with like a tank top, mm-hmm. um, you know, sweating in the chest area. Yeah, it's some good like chest. Like a huge yeah. like chest sweat, and yeah. like you can see the hair, yeah, the hamburger that's meat, good. and then <laughs> neck hair, back hair. He's got <laughs> the hamburger meat. Yes. He's got balding. He's balding. He's yeah. got this little strip in the middle of his oh, head. A comb over that's not working. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That that is that guy. Yeah. Gotta take my shirt off, show you the hamburger meat. <laughs> yeah. You can't get this type of type of hamburger. Two brothers, baby. <laughs> oh, God. Last one from Corey. Thank God. Uh, would you? But we, we survived bo- this week. Would both of you consider 
considered secretly talking to each other's family and convincing them that what you really wanted for Christmas was not so much tangible, uh, but all but a cameo from some obscure actor like Uncle Joey on Full House. Also, who'd you get? <laughs> Mine so, would be Topanga. My, my friends and I have done that. We've got each other uh, random uh, cameos. Yeah. Like, I got Larry Minetti. Do you know who that is? One year? No. He, he was, the, like, the third guy on Magnum P.I. Oh, my god. Not Magnum and not the black guy, not TC. <laughs> the other guy. He was not in good shape. And then... Ryan Nelson is the king of the cameo. He will get a cameo for anyone, and he, he delivers. Like, he gets obscure guys, but they're funny. He got Brian McDuff, Barry Horowitz one you year. You told me that one. And he, <laughs> Horowitz cussed him out. It was incredible. <laughs> I've never laughed that hard. Basically called him a jerk-off the whole time. It was fantastic. Uh, our friend John, didn't he get his mom, John, uh, got Johnny a, Sack? Yeah, which is Vincent, Vincent Cortola. Is that his name? I don't know. His or that, name. that was that was uh, that was Phil Leotard. Who is Johnny Sack? What's his real name? Johnny Sack actor. There we go. No, I was right. Vincent Cortola. Okay, yeah. He was yeah. he was great. He told him he was like, next time you answer the phone, say speak, and tell him that Johnny Sack told you it was okay. Thanked her to come and thanked her for, for coming to the funeral to, to Jimmy's funeral. To Jimmy's Jimmy's funeral. Jimmy, I was like, God, that's hilarious. Yeah. By the way, John's mother went to James Tony Soprano Tony Soprano's funeral. Yeah, James just took the day off to go and just hung out. That, that's, that's how big a fan she's she a, is. She of showed Sopranos. respect. She did. So yeah, those who want respect, they give, give respect. respect. Roscoe, what does state need to do to change the perception around recruiting? We have NFL guys with massive contracts. The state have the sorriest PR team in the South. Can you blame old head ways of thinking at the top? Not right now. That's not the issue. That is not the issue. It's just that state is just not a, not a destination not place right now. They're just not, not. Not right now. Now, you can blame some of the old administration for that, for sure, that aren't here anymore. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a mindset thing. I, like, I, I've been of the opinion it's been that way, and that, like, and that state hadn't done what they could with – the resources that they have, I don't think that's the case right now. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think the case right now is you have a new head coach, people are learning him, and what you've seen is I do believe that he is a really good recruiter because he's been able to convince kids inside the state of Mississippi uh, in a short amount of time to either commit or, you know, it looks like they're going that way. And not just Mississippi, in high school. he's The high school class – the guys he's gotten uh, here late in the process are really good. Mm-hmm. I think what it tells you, the fact that they haven't had a ton of traction with these transfer guys is you got a new head coach, guys coming out of the portal just don't trust that next year they're going to be able to win. Correct. And that's it's so much more than just having money and all that stuff. Having an attractive roster is more important than just about anything right now in the transfer portal. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Dalton Lee, my family is doing Dirty Santa for the first time ever. What is a family-friendly, appropriate gift I could buy? I'm stumped. Some notes on my family. My parents don't get jokes or sarcasm. We're Chinese. We don't normally do gifts. And the gift limit is $25. Um, that's tough. Yeah, that doesn't get jokes or sarcasm kills it, right? Yeah, because if if you take that out, I got a lot of ideas. Well, it's got to be like a as seen on TV gift. There you go. Um, you know, get a, the stuffed uh, burger maker. Can there you find go. a Can you find an air fryer for twenty five bucks? Um, can you find a, a blanket, a nice a nice blanket? Yeah. 
you, you know, can find some, like a really cheap air fryer. Yeah, that would be a good good idea. A blanket, yeah. That's, but get like a blanket that has like something ridiculous on it. Like it has. Well, they won't. They, but they won't, won't get it. They, yeah, won't get they don't it. get it. I don't that's know. The thing. That's tough. It's tough. So I, I'm going to do Dirty Santa for the first time ever this year. We're doing it. You've going, never done it? No, nah, because we're really? going. I'm going to the Augustinelli's house on uh, after Christmas, and yeah. they're doing Dirty Santa. I got invited to tag along in this, so I have a great gift idea. I can't wait to see. If Our it family works. apparently cut out Dirty Santa this year. We we've done it every single year, and I'm I'm upset about it mm-hmm. because there's been some great gifts going around. We'll see if I how I do this year. All right, Scott Ming, do you think in the next year online sports wagering will be legal in Mississippi? I think it's 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 getting close. I feel like it's going to be happening soon. Uh, and I also want to say the next commitment state gets kind of a live crooting song. No, probably not. That's why, why not? I have the I have the recorded one because I need I need the back I don't I need the music. Yeah, you gonna bring your guitar in here and play a little, uh, little, Did, little Jerry Reed and, and you can't uh, just get the tune of it. Chet Atkins, you can't just get the tune of it before you do it and then just go to town. Maybe I don't know. Crudin, 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 baby, crudin, crudin, crudin. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, R.J. Sweatman, rank these Christmas Carol movies. George C. Scott, Patrick Stewart, Muppets, Disney. I'm not a big fan of, of the Disney one. I just I, Is that the that's what cartoon? Scrooge, it's got Scrooge McDuck, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Muppets one is really good because Michael Caine plays it straight. Like, he doesn't... He plays it straight yeah. while the rest of the characters are Muppets. It's uh, got to be George C., C. Scott. No, I, Patrick Stewart's is the better one. I haven't seen that it's one. It's really good. It's better. George C. Scott is really original, good. right? Really good. Well, they uh, have one back in the 30s, but I'm not counting that one. Nobody watches that. Well, that's, that's like almost a silent film. Yeah, basically. So. Uh, State College. Watching the D2 championship game got me thinking, if you drafted any a team of former NFL players currently 50 years older, would that team win a D2 or D3 natty? Could a Kurt Warner still sling it well enough or Joe Horn get separation? No. The, the young guys would run circles around them. Yeah. Yeah, 50 years or older. No, it's no just, chance. It's too old. Who who is your 50-year-old or quarterback that you could still you think would still sling it in there though? Is Brett it Brett Favre? Favre was probably the first answer I thought of. Yeah. He, he could probably still sling. He's it. probably still got a gun. Ma- Moss, I don't know how's Moss. How old is Randy Moss? He's not 50. Is he? Mm, yeah, he's probably 50 at this point. Randy Moss. Got to be. 46. Are you kidding? Mhm. He is drafted just in, over. He's twelve years older than me. Yeah, it makes sense. His his last year in college was ninety seven. Still, that's, man, that's, just like he, he, he seems so be much older, older than that. Well, it, I feel like the NFL ages you. I guess. Born February thirteenth, nineteen seventy seven. I could I could have sworn that Ben Roethlisberger so how, was fifty years old. And how he's like old 40. is who, who? Do we just mention? Who else did we mention? How old is Joe Horn? Joe Horn's got to be over. He's 51. He's not much older than that. How old is Kurt Warner? Warner always looked old. He just he just looked old. Yeah, he had a, He's 52. He he was a gray beard. He was gray beard back in the day, yeah. So Now, uh, Jerry Rice when he was 50 was still running routes and Yeah, catch, he was still I mean, catching he, the ball, yeah. That guy's a freak. Yeah. Ford Polk, <laughs> who wins the Royal Rumble, CM Punk or Cody Rhodes? I think Cody Rhodes wins it because Punk and Rollins can they don't need the Royal Rumble to have that heat. 
But but they're they're going in with it. Okay, exactly what I wanted. Oh yeah, they yeah. they are they're acknowledging the fact that Punk and Rollins hate each other. They mm-hmm. had a they actually had a, a promo against each other the other day. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm here for this. Oh, I know. I mean, and it, it's it's like true stuff. Like Seth Rollins is coming out saying, "I don't want you here. I don't mm-hmm. want you in this locker room. You're going to kill the locker room." I'm pumped. There you go. I it could be somebody else. Who knows? Uh, for Polk, also rank these Triple H factions: the Authority, Degeneration X, Evolution, the Corporation. I mean, DX is one. Yes, Evolution is two. And then, I mean, the Corporation and, and the Authority are kind they're of basically the same thing. The same thing. So, I think he's talking about the Corporation back when, like Shane McMahon and, and yes. the corporate ministry is what it ended up becoming, right? Uh, I don't ever associate yeah. Triple well, H. He, with he wasn't really in that, was he? He was towards the end, but like that's the Rock more than than Triple H to me. Yeah. So, uh, is the there an authority? Aver- was the most recent was like ten years ago. Yeah. Is there an average points per game that you would be happy with this season? So let's see. Let's like see what thirty-five. Well, let's look at it like this. So let's let's get this pull up the stats here. Uh, points per game. So thirty-five would have been good for fourth in the conference last year. I mean, Ole Miss average was fourth at thirty-four point eight three. Okay, and then so that's it's not, not realistic. I'm going to knock it down a bit. 31. 31 would have been good for eighth. If State had averaged 31 points per game this year, they would have they would have been like nine and thirty. Yeah, but would you be happy with that? Because the defense is going to give up 25. Well, I mean, plus probably. that's fine. That's probably gets you close to six and six. You think so? Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, eighth was Kentucky at 28. And they're seven and five, right? They were much better defensively, but yeah, yeah. I, I think that's fine. Florida at 28 was at was five and seven. Auburn was seven and or six and six at twenty eight, yeah thirty one thirty one a game gets you close to six and six. Okay, so Tennessee was what eight and four this year, mm, yeah, something like that. Yeah, they 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 were seventh at thirty one and a half. So LSU averaging forty six points per game and finished nine and three. That's got to be disappointing. You it's have incredible. A, they you should have, have won a Heisman the winner. That they 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 might lose their. They probably will our, lose their bowl game. Our, yeah, he's not playing. Our initial prediction on them was you had them twelve and I had them eleven and one. We were correct in, on the talent, but I we could not have predicted their defense would be that bad. There's no way you could have predicted that. If their defense that. was competent, they yeah. would have been in the playoff. By the same token, if their offense had just been good and not outstanding, they'd be like five and seven. Yeah. So. They're teetering on bad yeah. and great. Yeah. Uh, sidelines, Hail State. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas to you. What's the most memorable Christmas gift you've ever received? The Nintendo Entertainment System. That is yes. Num- that is number one. Never forget getting it. The most memorable... Maybe maybe my guitar. Okay. First guitar I got. Okay, that's a good choice. And I don't play the guitar anymore. It was a Yamaha, a black and white Yamaha mm-hmm. electric guitar that looked, it, it's had the same body style of a Stratocaster. Yeah. But it was, you know, d- way different brand. So it was significantly cheaper. They got it out of like a Sears catalog. Okay. Or JCPenney or something. And yeah. that was the first guitar I, I ever had. I'd never played guitar before. I was like 13, 14. My dad showed me three chords on it, and I taught myself how to play. I just wanted my dad to show me G, C, and D. And from there, I taught myself how to play. I had I got some books and learned how to read tabs and stuff like that. And ever since, I've been hooked on guitar. I'm still not great at it, but you know I can play rhythm at least. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, what is the best gift State's football program could receive this year? Uh, a couple of proven SEC guys in the transfer portal? On the defensive side. On the defensive side, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Josh Patrick, in what's been a very blah sports calendar year, what's been your favorite thing to write or talk about? I think the most fun we had might have been, uh, and it didn't last, obviously, but the the recruiting day where P.J. Woodland, Stonka, and J.J. Harrell all committed. That oh, was, yeah. That was a fun day. I thought eventually they were going to lose all three of those guys. Yeah. Now it looks like they could get two out of three. There's a there's a lot of smoke that P.J. may end up at Ole Miss. I've seen that. Yeah. Which would be incredible if that happens. Has, has he even visited there? I don't know. He's, he visited there during the season. Did he? Yeah. Uh, Josh Watson, as State fans, what should we be asking Santa for this coming year? Hope y'all have the hap hap happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny F and K. Uh, <laughs> State fans should be asking for uh, six wins. Yes, six wins, and maybe a seventh. You know, if you want to get greedy with Santa, you could ask for the seventh win. I don't know where it Sign is. Sign up but... for six wins today. If they yeah. if they could get to six wins, that's a that's a yeah. really good season for Agreed. year one. Agreed. I'm not saying that should you know be your goal. But... No. Just, but it can be a reasonable. Set your expectations there, and if they are greater than that, that's a great season. Yeah. And if they're worse, then they perform worse than you imagined. JJ and KC, we keep talking about how great it's going to be to have Jimmy Bell coming off the bench when Tolu is back. What about JB and Tolu being on the court at the same time? Yeah, you know, if you go back to last year, they didn't play McNair and Tolu at the same. Time. He's not much for putting a couple of really bigs out there because it, 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 there's no perimeter shooting at that point. I just don't think that. In this day and age, that that's the way to go. Yeah, I agree. It's with two think, think true about, post players. Plus, when you think about State's lineup, right? So let's say you play Tolu at the four and JB at the five, right? Well, if Cam's at the three, you can play zone. Because you've only got two guards out there who can shoot at that point. Cam's not taking a three, and the other two guys aren't taking a three. And the mid-range really isn't happening either. So you just got to protect the paint. It just doesn't work for State's strengths. Do you remember um, a, a few week, a few years, a couple years ago, State went with like the two two big man lineup mm-hmm. with Garrison Brooks and was mm-hmm. Tolu may have been, or was it Abdullah Do? I can't remember, but that? that to me that I just, thought that might be good, but it and just Brooks wasn't. Brooks had a little bit more range too. He could shoot the outside shot, but it just didn't work out. We were to, we you had that. Uh, Argument with the Arkansas fan a few weeks ago about yeah. Mississippi recruiting. Yeah, they're the best player just, just with left. Missouri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was waiting on that to happen. I thought I, I may go back. I mean, so they so I may go back. Now and find lost a that four star yeah. running back. Yeah, and then that guy. Yeah. Oh well, Sam Pittman's cooked. Dear old state, ask in terms of impact transfers available is Mississippi State a being stingy with NIL money for transfers. B unattractive regardless of NIL, or C, offering big money but being outbid. Well, that seems a little doom and gloom, don't you think, dear old state? Huh? Why can't we be a little positive, huh? That's my question to you. I mean, I'm sensing a lot of... Uh, a lot of negativity. A lot, a lot of hypocritical talk from mm, this account. Mm. The answer is B. But, you know, I just, why don't we just be a little, uh, a little nicer? Um... Tucker Medlin asks, if Ole Miss wasn't doing what they are right now, how much angst would there be over State's recruiting? I mean, that 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 plays into it, right, is that Ole Miss is having a great portal campaign. Now, Ole Miss's high school class isn't great, 
but they don't care about that. So, yeah, that, that plays a, a big part in it, no question. Uh, when Tolu returns, do you think he starts immediately or just gets a couple minutes off the bench for a few games? He won't start. If he plays this Saturday against Rutgers, and I don't think that he will, but if he does, he, he, they could play him this week and just get him a couple of minutes at the end of each half or something. Mm-hmm. So, or just like let him play in the first half, or give him, give him a, ser- a few minutes out there and see how he feels, and then take it from there. Uh, Reed Green, is it too late to ask a rumblings question? At this point, no. And then he asks a rumblings Reed question. Reed Green has a rumblings question. Uh, do you think that Sylvester Crooms' victories against Florida and Kentucky in 04, Ole Miss in 05, and Alabama in 06 kept him from getting fired? No, I just think that Larry Templeton was determined to see it out and didn't really know what he was doing. No, no coach should have got. No coach should have been allowed to win uh, eight games in three years and keep their job. And Croom was really upset when, like, he got fired. I mean, obviously, yeah. but like, he, he got made, more than enough time. He, yeah, and it's, it's like not the, like in this day and age he wouldn't have lasted. It's also that not long. like he was bringing in top ten classes and was no. obviously building to the future. Yeah. So. Now that last class was easily his best. Yeah. And it, it helped set Mississippi State up to have success quicker. Right. But but I mean, in 04, just, 05, 06 classes weren't. We had seen enough. Yeah. I mean, we, we all had seen enough. Nobody was excited. I mean, the most excited we got was in 07. Yeah. When they went to the Liberty Bowl. Yeah. Although. And that was just, we were just happy to be at a bowl game. In fairness, again. I've always thought about that year, right? So they say it was 4-4 four and four in the conference that year. Yep. They lost West Virginia. If they had not played a top 10 West Virginia team, they go 8-4. and four, the next year, Ole Miss was eight and four, and went to the Cotton Bowl. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of screwed them there. So yeah, that's the, the bowl game would have been screwing them. The bowl Speaking game would have been better. Do, do you think if you lost those games, there would have been a coaching change? So if if Kroom, instead of having eight wins had only had six in three years, I, mean, I don't know if he would have gotten fired or not because Larry Templeton was in charge. Mm-hmm. It would have been it would have been tough to keep because at that point, State's lost five straight Egg Bowls. Yeah. Right, they they lost the last two under Cheryl, and then they would have lost all three under Kroom. That's tough. That's tough to keep your job at that point. Yeah, I, th- I think that definitely probably saved him. Yeah. Uh, Jason Luckett, are the state fans in the Dr. Pepper Fansville commercials based on Mississippi State? One of the more recent commercials shows the state fans freaking out, burning their gear, and being angry about falling for the preseason hype. All to realize it was just the first play of the game. In a way, that's us, right? They do wear maroon. I, I literally made that example in the Auburn game yeah because they were showing the commercial yeah. and they're like it's maroon and white they got state on yeah. their shirt and it looks like the state that MSU has the block mm-hmm. it definitely looks like Mississippi State yeah maybe uh, that's an Ole Miss fan that's doing that maybe so they're, La- they're behind the scenes puppeteers yeah last one today from Rob Montgomery this is the la- by the way this is the last rumblings question of the year oh Congratulations, Rob. Yeah, Rob, you finished this out here in 2023. Option A, which would you personally prefer? Option A, 5-7, and seven, but 20th-ranked offense and 100th-ranked defense. Option B, 6-6, six and six, but both offense and defense ranked 65th. It's a tough question, right, because you really want Levy's offense to be good, but you'd like to go to the bowl game, too. I think people would, if you're 6-6, six and six, people would give Levy a reprieve. They would, they would say, okay, but he's... He's going to have a chance. By the this way, is year one. 65th would be a huge improvement. It would. You would still be you would still be decent. Like you yeah. it wouldn't be you know as exciting. Now if they're top 25, yeah. That means they're putting up, you know, 35 points a game mm-hmm. probably at that point. And their their offense is super exciting. Yeah. But I think just getting to a bowl game would be big. Yeah. It's tough. It's 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 it's, it's a tough call, but I I agree with you. 
All right. That is it for rumblings in 2023. We'll be back for that in 2024. But we do have two more podcasts this week. So we'll be back for those on tomorrow's show. Obviously, tomorrow we'll be recapping signing day and everything that happened with Mississippi State in the 2024 high school recruiting class. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.